This is Illinois in Focus. For Illinois News Network, I'm Greg Bishop. Coming up, we'll look ahead and get commentary from Illinois News Network editor Dan McCaleb and news editor Brett Rowland about this week's gubernatorial debate, allegations of tax fraud against J.B. Pritzker, voter discontent, and Illinois' top sports figures. But first, here's some of the top stories from the past week. Governor Bruce Rauner and his Democratic challenger, billionaire J.B. Pritzker, were heavy on political jabs and light on policy in their second televised debate Wednesday evening. Illinois News Network's Cole Lauterbach has the story. The two squared off again in Chicago and an event sponsored by the League of Women Voters. Both candidates have been dealing with their own scandals. Pritzker took shots at Rauner's handling of an outbreak of Legionnaire's disease at a Quincy veteran's home that left 14 dead and dozens more sick. Governor Rauner knew about this, his administration knew about it. Days went by without notifying people. People got sick as a result of that. But remember, three years also went by before the governor acted to do something to protect these veterans. Rauner hit Pritzker on his latest scandal involving a report saying the removal of toilets from his mansion in Chicago to get property taxes reduced was a, quote, scheme to defraud, and quote, the government. And his report indicates that it may well involve criminal behavior of tax fraud, mail fraud, and perjury. This is the fundamental self-dealing um, rotted our state at, at its core. It's what's destroying our communities. This self-dealing has to end. Mr. Pritzker owes us all an apology for what he's done. Pritzker was again asked about his refusal to give any percentage rates on his proposed progressive income tax. The people should know, shouldn't they? What, do you, what kind of rates well, you Well, once again, it's got to be negotiated with the legislature. You think but that we all, all Democrats agree on everything. That's them. not necessarily true. Here's the thing. To make sure that we're growing jobs in the state of Illinois, and that's why giving the middle class a break is so important. Rauner was pressed on his calls to reinstate the death penalty. This is an issue for someone who is guilty beyond any doubts whatsoever. There's there are no, cases, no yes thing. there is, there are cases where there is no doubt whatsoever that the crime was committed and who committed it, and the death penalty can be appropriate um, in that circumstance. But the key, again, the key to solving the violence and the deaths in our communities is economic. Neither Libertarian candidate Cash Jackson nor Conservative Party candidate Sam McCann had enough public support in polling to earn a seat at the debate. I'm Cole Lauterbach. Meanwhile, Illinois' Governor Bruce Rauner has a tall mountain to climb before Election Day. A new poll from the Paul Simon Public Policy Institute says the governor is behind by 22 points. If the election were held today, J.B. Pritzker, the Democrats, would be governor easily. John Jackson with the Paul Simon Public Policy Institute at Southern Illinois University said, their new poll gives Pritzker 49% of the votes. Governor Rauner gets just 27%. It will be difficult to climb out of that hole in the time it's left, but there is a month left. The other problem for him, though, is that we found only 17% undecided. Jackson said that's a 22-point deficit for the incumbent Republican. I don't think I've seen one this uh, lopsided in a governor's race recently. Pat Quinn was down uh, against uh, Rauner in the last polls in 2014, but he was never nearly as far down as the governor now seems to be. He said there's time for the governor to rebound, but not that much time. Jackson says the poll also measured voter enthusiasm 
Democrats have a lead there as well in Illinois. The poll gives both Senator Sam McCann, the Conservative Party candidate, and Libertarian candidate Cash Jackson 4% of the vote. Democratic candidate for governor J.B. Pritzker, he not only has political problems stemming from a leaked report saying he willingly sought to defraud Cook County's tax system, but he may have some serious legal problems, too. Illinois Radio Network's Cole Lauterbach has more. In a bombshell October surprise, a leaked report from Cook County's top watchdog says the Chicago billionaire got tax breaks totaling more than $300,000 by ripping out the toilets in his Gold Coast mansion shortly before having it deemed uninhabitable. Pritzker told reporters Monday that the leak was politically motivated, having it been released a month before Election Day, but said he would comply with any recommendations. We're going to follow whatever the recommendations are, whatever it is. Um, But again, I want to point out that these flaws in the system, you know, we've got to root out the flaws in the system, so I hope they do figure out what the challenges are. The report has an email from one contractor to another telling them Pritzker's wife wanted the home made uninhabitable before an appraisal. Richard Hagar, senior residential appraiser with the Appraisal Institute, says the report outlines a classic case of fraud. It appears that there was an intent to mislead the appraiser. Now, right there, you're starting to, because that appraisal will be used by a government agency to make a decision. So right there, that that is equal to lying to that government agency. It it appears to me to be uh, an attempted fraud. State Representative Jeannie Ives has formally asked the Illinois Department of Revenue to investigate whether Pritzker's other properties are properly assessed. This is a personal failure of him, his wife, his contractors the people he employs to 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 actually steal. Ives, who isn't running for re-election after facing Governor Bruce Rauner in the Republican primary, says the issue isn't a partisan one, but a moral one. Yeah, I think I would say he's disqualified to be governor. And I'm not a fan of any of them on the ballot. None of them. Pritzker's maintained that they followed the rules, but has since returned the money. And in the home stretch of an election, last-minute investigations and leaked documents highlighting tax fraud may sound like trademarks of D.C.-level politics, but a political analyst says Illinois is solidifying such antics while avoiding major issues. Democratic Attorney General Lisa Madigan said she's opened a criminal inquiry into how Governor Bruce Rauner handled sending out notifications in the Quincy Veterans Home Legionella outbreak. Republicans call that politically motivated. That followed the leak of a Cook County watchdog memo about J.B. Pritzker's removal of toilets from a mansion and what an investigator called a scheme to defraud. Pritzker dismisses that leak as politically motivated. Christopher Mooney from the U of I Institute of Government and Public Affairs said this is the new normal. He said with such issues being used for politics, it becomes difficult to get the bottom of what's really going on. One of the problems with doing these things in the context of a political fight is that a lot of times uh, those those factual questions get muddied uh, by uh, the political ones. Mooney said the controversies won't just give the candidates heartburn headed into the election. The candidates using such issues against each other may also turn off unmotivated voters. So it's not like you're changing people's minds. Oh, Pritzker, wow, he is a real bad guy. I'm not a vote for him. It's that the people that were going to vote for him go, oh, geez, not this again. Mooney says he sees the same thing happening with the Republicans as well. One thing Mooney said could be a factor is national politics motivating voters to head to the polls, but midterm elections are typically lower turnouts than in an election year anyway, he said. 
The vast majority of Illinois voters are furious with state policymakers' lack of action to address the state's massive financial problems, according to a new poll released by AARP. Retired state employee and AARP volunteer Joe Woodward said the poll shows significant disillusionment with state government. 65% were either angry or extremely angry with the state's poor fiscal situation. Nearly half said that they've considered leaving, and nearly three-quarters say someone they know is considered leaving the state. The top three reasons cited for leaving the state were high taxes, government mismanagement, and the high cost of living in that order. AARP Associate State Director Lori Hendren said candidates for office with vague policies won't cut it. If they want to get Illinois back on track, they need to start laying it out in detail. Nearly 60% of poll participants were between the age of 25 and 54. Hendren said that's troubling. While the poll wasn't specific to the business climate in Illinois, Hendren said the numbers show that it's poor. And if we don't have faith, if businesses can't have faith, we have an economic challenge that we're in now, and there's got to be some strong leadership to get us forward from people in office to people who want to be in office. The AARP poll data shows people are more concerned with fixing the state's fiscal mess than they are for education, health care, public safety, and illegal drugs and crime. And they weren't included in this past week's televised gubernatorial debates and possibly not going to be included in next week's. But they are on the ballot and they have ideas on how to fix the state's major problems. Libertarian candidate Cash Jackson said ABC Chicago failing to include him or Conservative Party candidate Sam McCann in the debates a disservice to voters. On the issues, Jackson said the state needs to usher in consolidation of school administrative functions and cut local government spending from the state. He also is open to taxing some services, but only if there's a property tax cap. That would be the caveat. That would be the only way that I would entertain taxing any types of goods and services. We have to get something good on our end um, before doing that. McCann said the state needs to do zero-based budgeting. Most people run their households and most people run their small to, to medium and large businesses. They, they start out saying, okay, how much can we get by with spending this year, not how much more can we spend? On pensions, McCann said he opposes changing the Constitution or shifting state employees to self-managed plans. Instead, he wants a new payment schedule and to legally block policymakers from the ballot if they support budgets that don't make required payments. It, it protects the the annuitants, it protects the people, it honors the Constitution, and it finally fixes the problem. Jackson said there needs to be big cuts to make big payments to pensions that are honoring promises, but he said that the Pension Protection Clause in the state Constitution needs to be amended. It can be written in black and white all day long on that Constitution, but if we have to sell police and fire equipment and uh, and start laying people off to fund pensions, well, then we're, we're cutting our nose to spy our face. Jackson said the writing's on the wall that Illinois is practically bankrupt and something's going to have to give somewhere. Both McCann and Jackson will appear on next month's ballot with incumbent Governor Bruce Rauner and Democrat J.B. Pritzker. Those are the top stories of the week. Find more online at ilnews.org. Coming up for Illinois in Focus, commentary from Illinois News Network's editors. This is Illinois in Focus. For Illinois News Network, I'm Greg Bishop.
Hello, this is Dan McCaleb, editor of Illinois News Network. I'm here again today with Brett Rowland, Illinois News Network's news editor. How are you doing today, Brett? I'm doing good. How about you? You know, I'm doing okay. I'm feeling a little irritable this week, though, after uh, all of the Illinois political headlines. Brett and I, of course, are here to talk about those headlines um, today. Since I'm not in the greatest mood, Brett, let me uh, kick it over to you. What do you want to talk about first? I think we should definitely talk about the debate. Um, how did you how did you think uh, Rauner did? How did you think Pritzker did? And what was your sort of top takeaway from, from this week's debate? Well... <laughs> Let me ask, answer the top takeaway first, uh, or what my top takeaway was. I, I think that definitely was that, that uh, J.B. Pritzker just does not want to answer any questions. There was at least five or six questions posed to him at the second debate um, where he either completely dodged the question or he completely ignored the question. Uh, he was asked um, if Illinois should be a sanctuary state. Would not answer the question talked around the question and, and how he thought immigrants shouldn't be harassed, fine, but answer the question. He was asked a question from a Facebook user about how the state will pay for pension obligations without another tax increase. Again, would not answer the question. He refused to define what he thought the middle class is, and of course, again, he wouldn't say you know what his rates were for his, uh, his progressive tax, despite being asked multiple times. Then he and then Governor Rauner directly asked him a question about whether tax fraud allegations should be investigated in the state. Pritzker again didn't answer that question. Of course, that question uh, involved the next headline that we should talk about, uh, Brett, and that's the, uh, the the ongoing toilet scandal regarding J.P. Pritzker's homes in the Gold Coast. Brief background: uh, the story's been around for more than a year. Um, Pritzker bought a, a second home directly next to his mansion in the Gold Coast, uh, essentially to keep neighbors away from him, um, decided to have contractors uh, remove all of the toilets from the house um, so he, would, he could reduce his taxes by more than $300,000. When I, uh, Cook County Inspector General's report came out this week, they called it a scheme to defraud taxpayers. So let me kick it back to you, uh, Brett. What do you think about this story? Uh, this one was was pretty amazing. Um, you know, I think that we had somewhat of an idea of, of what JB Pritzker was like uh, from from leaked uh, FBI tapes um, from his conversations with Rod Blagojevich, but uh, this uh, seemed really pretty bad. Um, it outlined what what to me looked like really a, a clear. They clearly intended to to misrepresent what was going on with the house. They they wanted to take the toilets out solely to uh, lower the the assessment value so they could pay less in taxes. Um, and, and while um, it, it just it, it looks like you know it wasn't like they were following the rules, but but manipulating the rules or, or pushing the rules or bending the rules or, or or trying to get around it to to not pay the tax. Not not like they were just following. Um, you know, a, a, a well-worn path of, of, of rich people who do this kind of thing, but um, really trying to get around the system. Um, and, and to me, it came off uh, as possibly criminal. Um, what did you think about it, Dan? Well, I, I forgot to mention up front, you actually wrote about this topic in your column this week at ilnews.org. So um, listeners, I uh, welcome you to check that out. Um, well, there's another aspect. I, yeah, I think there's, like you said in your column, there needs to be an investigation in this into this because it very well could be criminal. But there's another aspect of this that that 
infuriates me as well, and that's the the, the hypocrisy of it. it. Pritzker, his his main campaign theme is, is that the wealthy don't pay their fair share in taxes. That's why he's pushing for this um, uh, to change the state constitution to a progressive system, even though he won't let uh, voters know what his rates would would be or what income levels uh, he'd set the rates at. So he, he, he's on the campaign trail saying people like him and people like Bruce Rauner need to pay more. At the same time, behind the scenes, he's, quote unquote, according to the uh, um, inspector general, defrauding taxpayers of Cook County um, uh, by not paying his fair share of property taxes, $320,000, I think. It's just, it, it's, it's infuriating. The question is, though, for you, Brett, is that going to, uh, uh, is this toilet story uh, going to affect the outcome of the governor's race? New poll came out this week, and, and why don't you tell us about what the poll told us? Um, the po- poll showed that uh, Pritzker had, had a really wide uh, lead here, um, more than 20 points. So it's tough to say uh, if if this will hurt him or not. The poll was taken before um, the the leaked uh, scheme to defraud report, but it's it's uh, it's not clear how much how much uh, damage that could do with with such a wide lead. Um, what what was your thought on that? Yeah, I mean, twenty points plus is is with just a month left to go before the election. That's a lot of ground to make up. And while I think the story will probably hurt Pritzker a little bit, I I don't see it turning into a 20, 22-point windfall for, for Governor Rauner. Now, you know, it is Illinois. It is October. So who knows if there's another October surprise out there. You referenced the uh, the tapes, uh, the recordings between Blagojevich, or, uh, yeah, between the former Governor Blagojevich, who's now in federal prison, and J.B. Pritzker. We don't know if all the rec- those recordings have been released yet. They're Possibly could be something out there on that, but barring another big October surprise, you know, Rounder's certainly the clear underdog here. That was just one poll we had this week. There was another poll that came out, uh, Brett, um, from the AARP. Tell us a little bit about that. That one showed that uh, voters are not happy with the way the state's finances have been handled um, and are are frustrated or extremely frustrated with with what's been going on financially in the state. Um, But what was surprising to me about that one in particular was uh, there was also about 60% of the people they polled um, said that they were in favor of a progressive tax. Do you think that that that's the answer for Illinois, Dan? Well, first of all, there have been several or a handful of polls on the progressive tax, and how people um, answer that question is largely dependent on how the question is asked. Um, Pritzker is billing the progressive tax as a millionaire's tax. Only the wealthy, only the top, whatever, one, two, five percent of wage earners will see their tax increases going up. But that's just that's not based in reality. When 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 voters who have been polled on this subject are told that it can largely become a middle-class tax increase, they're against it. There's no way a progressive tax is good uh, or is the solution uh, for Illinois' many fiscal problems. <clears throat> Spending reform, pension reform, those kinds of reforms need to happen. All right, so we've touched on the, the heavier issues of the week, Brett. Um, why don't we lighten it up a little bit, similar to like we did last week, um, 
There was also a Top 200 survey, Illinois' uh, 200th anniversary uh, celebration. They've been doing new surveys every week. Tell us about this week's. This week's poll was, was on the top athletes in Illinois, and, and there was a, a wide selection of uh, folks to choose from, including all, all the major sports teams in Chicago. Um, but, the, of course, the winner was, was Michael Jordan, um, which, which I think was definitely a good pick. Uh, the, the question for you, Dan, is, uh, is Michael Jordan the greatest basketball player of all time? Well, I mean, it, it was no surprise that Jordan was was ranked Illinois' top athlete. Seems like a no-brainer. You posed to me a very difficult question, Brett. Um, he's certainly the top one or two NBA players on, on of all time. I'm going to throw out a name, though, that I think is at least closely catching up. There's a fellow named uh, LeBron James, King James, uh, who's now out in L.A., played for Cleveland and Miami as well. I, I think he's closing the gap a little bit. What say you? Um, I uh, grew up watching the Bulls, and I loved watching Jordan play. Um, uh, LeBron James was certainly a fantastic basketball player, and uh, I don't know if he's better or worse, but for me, I had more fun watching Jordan. Um, But uh, I guess we'll see. Uh, It looks like LeBron James still has some years to play. All right, I'll give you the last word on that one, Brett. Uh, Let's close this thing out. I hope everybody has a great weekend. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Dan. See you. Next week with Illinois News Network, we'll begin the countdown for the last month of the November election with a final gubernatorial debate planned. It's expected the Quincy debate will feature leading candidates, incumbent Republican Governor Bruce Rauner and his Democratic challenger J.B. Pritzker, continuing their clash on scandals and controversy. Will the candidates continue to be dogged by investigations and allegations, or will they actually get to true substantive issues that taxpayers are concerned with? The team with Illinois News Network will also be reviewing contested State House candidates' positions on some of the major issues facing taxpayers, from pensions to income taxes, and to even whether they support House Speaker Michael Madigan. There will also be expected fallout in Chicago from a looming verdict in the controversial murder trial of former police officer Jason Van Dyke. We'll also expect members of an Illinois House committee to take up the issue of first responder suicides. This has been Illinois in Focus. Find more stories and commentary online at ilnews.org. For Illinois News Network, I'm Greg Bishop.